Hi everyone, and welcome back to the season finale of the Life at Lang podcast. I'm your host, Tori Wakeford, a soon-to-be graduate of the Marketing Management Program and the outgoing president of the Lang Students Association. For this week's final episode of the season, I sat down with Kelsey White, the incoming president of the Lang Students Association. Kelsey shared with us some big plans in store for the LSA next year, the process of hiring for the team, the ways that you can get involved, and her and I even reminisced on some of our favorite memories from our time with LSA. So thank you for joining us for our very last episode of the season, and if you'd like to hear more, then just keep listening. Welcome back to the Life at Lang podcast. This is a bit of a bittersweet episode for me. Um, This is actually our last episode of the season or of the school year and my last episode as your host. So we thought it was fitting uh, just like we did at the very beginning. The very first episode we did back in September was sort of a transition episode between myself and at that time the outgoing president of LSA. So to keep the trend going to sort of close this chapter we have the incoming president of LSA Kelsey with us here today. We're going to talk about just the LSA in general, her sort of plans for next year, and really just sort of transition this podcast off to next year's 2022-2023 LSA team. So Kelsey, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm excited. So we're going to just jump in. I mean, I kind of just introduced you, but do you want to just introduce like your year and your major, um, and then maybe your current position on LSA right now too? Yeah, so I am going into my fourth year of my degree in management co-op. Uh, I have a minor in entrepreneurship, and this is my second year on the team currently. I'll be going into my third. Um, I joined as a brand ambassador, similar to Tori, um, and then went into our role as the co-director of brand ambassadors alongside my co-director, Samir, this year. Um, and we had an awesome team of brand ambassadors that we worked with. Um, and then I will now, as Tori mentioned, be transitioning into my role as president. Cool. Yeah. So Kelsey and I started very similarly. Uh, we both got involved as BAs and then both were directors of the BA team, which was honestly, I don't know about you. I guess you've only had two roles, but I look back on my four years in the team and running the BA team was probably my favorite role as far as like the actual technicalities of what I did every day. Like I love being president and I liked being VP because it was a great way to learn how to be the president. But really my favorite role was that BA role. Cause it's so much fun. You get to like do the whole hiring thing and you get to like meet all these first years who are so excited to just like be involved for the first time. You get to plan their meetings. And like in a lot of ways, it's kind of like, being like the mini president of a small team within LSA. So it's actually also kind of like a cool way to prep to be president. And that wasn't, I think, something that either you or I did intentionally, but here we are. There must be something about that role that drives people to to make their way up. No, 100%. And I think just like being able to like be with people that are like so excited about the LSA, like for us, our team wasn't all first years, which was cool to have as well. Everyone through various years wanting to join the LSA and we're just passionate about the land community. And it's so cool just to see like what they like work themselves into, if that makes sense. So like their mentorship and like where their like interests lie. And it's cool just to see that spot. Um, Whereas like if you join on a full team role, you're in more of like a portfolio specific. So um, you get to learn a little bit more and like still move around. But um, there's definitely a lot more flexibility in the brain ambassador role. It's cool just to see everyone like build into their own roles on the LSA that 
who knows when you were hired as a BA, like I never thought I would be going to these positions, but um, it's cool to see just where you go and you morph into. Yeah, that's the cool part about that is you kind of are a mentor and sort of that like first connection that a lot of people have with LSA. And I love that part of it of having the BAs and like still now this year, your BAs, like I love just having conversation with them about what they want to take on next year and like seeing them go from like this sort of timid first year who's like, I just want to get involved in something and like not really understanding what they're getting involved in to going into executive positions at the end of just one year, which is pretty cool. So I agree that role is very rewarding. Um, And what's been sort of, do you have a favorite memory from this year? Like I'm looking at kind of your past, maybe two years, you can like expand it, but what's been your favorite part of your role? And then maybe just like a favorite memory you have from the past couple of years. I think... For me, I came onto the team when it was fully fully virtual, so I um, hadn't seen the team in person ever. I did through my first year just briefly in events that everyone was running, but um, I enjoyed my first year, so I saw it from a distance and I wasn't fully part of it. And then um, coming into it online, everything that we were able to do was amazing, but having the in-person experience definitely is my favorite part, and I think um, the my favorite memory was hiring our whole team and then we hit the ball running with them and we went into Thanksgiving mm-hmm. um, a week after we hired our team. So um, it was awesome to be able to go into that aspect where we were like we were in Brandon Plaza and like we were with the whole team and all the BAs were together and we went to movie night together and just being able to bond um, and it was crazy how quick they bonded and we became such a tight-knit team and it was um, really rewarding, I think, in that aspect to see that and now just um, be able to have live chats with all my BAs and um, not even about the LSA, but uh, they asked me about questions for internships and upcoming jobs and can you help me write my resume? And I think that part's really cool for me just because I've seen a little bit in my roles um, and what I really want to do in this role and what I wanted to achieve was just being able to help them figure that part out. Um, they're all amazing people. They're super smart. They're super outgoing. They're super friendly. Um, and I knew they would all do amazing things. And it's cool that um, they're teaching me so much and I'm learning so much from them. But um, sometimes too, I'm able to just help them out with things that I'm like, oh, I've had the chance to work on this. Like, let me give you a hand and just seeing what they've been able to accomplish with that has been um, so rewarding. And I think Samir and I can agree they've They've done amazing things and they'll do amazing things, but um, yeah. Yeah, that's something you're going to love about the presidential role. And it's it's actually, it's funny, I think it's the hardest role on the team to actually describe, which doesn't really seem like what you would think. You would think like, oh, well, the roles of a president are pretty obvious, but it's such a sort of like ad hoc role. Like every day, I don't really have that much like on my to-do list per se, but every day I wake up and there's going to be minimum three or four things that just like come up totally out of the blue that like someone needs support with this or you're just kind of like the question answerer and I love that part of it like whether it's you know a BA who is brand new to the team messages me on teams and says hey can we just like sit down and talk about roles for next year yes absolutely that's like totally what I'm here for or it's like hey, I need the contact for the person who I can book rooms for from in the UC. Like every day is just kind of answering questions. So based on what you liked about the BA role and what I liked about it too, I think this will be a really fun year for you because it's a lot of just like people looking to you as kind of the expert. And it's also hard because some days you just don't have the answers and people expect you to have all this information. You're like, 
I know just as much about as you about some things and you kind of have to get used to that but I think you'll like that part of it it's just kind of being like the go-to advice giver like that's something that I think I'm really gonna miss and that just comes also from experience on the team and once you have some years under your belt someone's like oh how did they do that two years ago and you're like oh I was around and I remember how it was done so okay so looking at the future and all of the stuff that you're excited about first of all what was your reasoning behind wanting to run for president what was sort of the motivation for you to run in the election Um, and then after I'd love to just talk about what you're most excited about for this year yeah so I think um, in terms of running in the election for me, I've definitely had the chance to experience the team and like you said, be that support person um, and really have the chance to work alongside that team. And um, I was really fortunate this year in my role that I was able to go into an executive position and take part in that team um, and take part in other student organizations. Um, I was part of DECA as well. Um, and just being able to hear what the students were really looking for and some things that they were like, oh, like this could be cool next year. Having that perspective of being um, on DECA and the LSA and just connecting with this the LSA students um, and I guess the Lang community, but also being that student that wasn't on the LSA and wasn't a student organization in my first year. So having both perspectives and really what I wanted to achieve in my role, I knew I would be able to achieve um, through a presidential position and initially I was actually going to go into VP and then um, last minute I was like well go big or go home um, and just sort of projection in what I wanted to achieve before I graduated so um, that's how I ended up in this role and I was super fortunate um, to run against an amazing candidate who uh, as well had some great ideas and amazing VPs as well um, and it's amazing how the team is formed and what we will be able to accomplish and I think Um, One part that we are introducing this year that I'm really excited about um, and hopefully will help us connect with a lot of the land community and be able to really um, work for everyone's needs and really be, I guess, that support system for every student um, is we've actually introduced a EDI officer onto our team um, and hopefully looking at potentially building out what that looks like for the LSA and how we support um, equity, diversity, and inclusion. So um, we have an amazing person on our team, Rabina, and she's been awesome. We've been doing sort of base level stuff right now as we get into what we want to accomplish um, and who we will be able to work with. And it's just been really cool to see um, her grow into this role and even just so far, like the students that we've been able to connect with and hopefully with her position and sort of the portfolio and what our HR and culture team can do, um, we can definitely start talking to more students and seeing how we can um, best support them. And I think there's a lot of great initiatives we'll be able to do through this. Um, and this committee, I know last year uh, we ran Baking Barriers, Creating Connections, and that's an event that we definitely want to build off of um, and run again next year. And hopefully we can just uh, run a lot more like that and really serve the students in um, those events. So yeah, I'm really excited for that part. Um, But just in general, our team, um, everyone that's coming into these roles, I'm super excited that hopefully we'll have a mostly in-person year, um, especially for the first years and the second years coming into Lang. Um, it's not something they've had the chance to see necessarily with high school, um, just with how COVID restrictions have been going. So um, hopefully we'll be able to support them in that way. Um, and yeah, fingers crossed it all goes well, but um, definitely just being able to support the students and hear their voice uh, is really what I'm looking most excited to excited for yeah that's true oh, i mean by next september man we better be normal i think we've been saying that for so long but i really do feel like 
you're, you're going to be probably pretty normal by September, which is definitely exciting. And we were pretty lucky this year. I look back on this year and go, September, things were like super optimistic. And then they kind of were pretty good for a while. And then they were kind of not great for a while. And then Christmas that we left for Christmas break, and we were like, January is going to be amazing. And we're all going to be back. And then Omicron hit and over Christmas break. And then we were kind of, like, you know what I mean? We were just really back and forth this year and honestly we were fortunate to do so much especially sort of like the last month has been Mm -hmm. really felt like normal um and it's pretty crazy like we just had our year-end gala we just had our commerce formal for anyone listening maybe you were there maybe you've never heard of those before but those are events that we run every single year but we haven't done them we missed two whole years in the middle so it meant that everyone at those events unless they were in fourth or fifth year they had never been before so that was actually really special to get to bring students to these events that they should have been to several times they got to go for the first year so i can't complain we were very lucky to get those last few things in person but there's just gonna be even more of it next year and it's probably good that we got eased into it a little bit because it was chaotic like you were talking about langsgiving and how we went from nothing to like events basically every day for a month that was quite a trip so hopefully next year we'll be all geared up for it yeah exactly and I think just like even looking back like you said like Gala like I had never experienced that in my time on the team and I think just like even uh like Comprom Mm -hmm. I remember first year we were selling tickets and I was about to buy one and then that was when like COVID hit so I um I still have yet to go to a Comprom just with how this year worked out but next year I will be there uh, excited and yeah definitely our gala and just um, bringing back old events hopefully that um, I saw briefly in my first year but uh, just things that really connected the students and created just groups where they could um, network and just mingle with other like-minded students and I think that's a really um, great characteristic of being a business student and being in Lang we have the opportunity to do that so just um, definitely creating that space where students can do so um, I hope to do in our role and I think that could be really exciting. I agree. I will be very sad. I will have FOMO watching all of those events go down but like I said I really can't complain because we we got to do them one more time so I'm satisfied in that way but uh, you were talking about this a little bit but I want to just dive into what are some changes what's sort of the structure of the team this year so I know it's largely the same but for someone who's maybe not super familiar with like the positions we don't need to go through all of them there's like 35 um but if you want to talk about like the different portfolios then any sort of changes you have that are different from this year yeah so like i said the biggest one that we have um moving into the year is edi so um that will be under our hr team which we've now renamed hr culture um so we'll have uh rabina stepping into that role we're really excited and she actually has an associate that'll be joining her um so between the two of them you'll probably see them lots and hear them lots on campus so that'll be a really cool part of our team um but just as well sort of looking at um our structure and where things are everything's pretty much stayed the same um in terms of corporate events um marketing we have a lot more in the merch side of things so you guys have probably seen the trailer we'll have um, that fully staffs and just sort of um what we're able to offer with a whole merch team they'll just be able to um work on some of the merch that you guys have seen around campus and hopefully some cool stuff coming there um and then our lsc team we've actually created a bunch of new roles in there just to support um the students that are going to come to the conference and sort of the things that um they're looking to achieve with that conference 
it is a little bit of a smaller team this year, um, which is something that the LSA is usually very large, um, but we are a little bit smaller this year, just in the sense that we were really fortunate to have the conference mostly planned out just because it did get canceled in January. So we've been able to carry a ton of that over into um, the conference that will be coming in November. But it's just cool seeing that team and um, they now have vice chairs on that team that can really help support um, the managers and everything they're doing, which is super awesome. Um, and just bringing in roles like a delegate development coordinator, um, which would be really cool. It's someone on our team that historically we would have uh, had like external brand ambassadors. So like my team, but from different schools and they would be connecting with students. But it's really cool that we're now going to have um, our own student sort of reaching out to these schools. And it's someone who's really interested in learning more and bringing um, different schools together in different communities. So it's super cool that we have a role like that that's going to be coming in. Um, and I know in previous years, we've had students from all across North America attend the conference. So that's definitely their goal um, and what we want to achieve with the LSC again. So fingers crossed we can. But um, yeah, it's going to be super exciting to have that aspect and see what the team turns into. And I know with some of these new roles, everyone's super excited. So um, it should be good. And yeah, we will be excited to kick everything off when we all start our positions in May, May 1st. Yeah, which is crazy soon. It's so weird this time of year, that sort of period between finishing classes and finishing exams is always just such a blur. Like I feel like right now, I have no idea what day of the week it is ever. Like it's always just, so it's flying by. So yes, May 1st is the sort of official torch handoff, which is, like I said, bittersweet. Honestly, exciting now. I think, you know, I've done four years of this. I'm ready to sort of pass it on. And you've got such an amazing team coming in that's going to be just like such a pleasure to watch takeover. So I'm actually really excited for that trade-off. And we still obviously have some transition and stuff um, to do there. But if there's students listening who are maybe prospective students who are starting as a first year in the fall or they're an upper year student, um, can you explain sort of where you're at with hiring right now? And then what sort of opportunities will still be coming up for someone who wants to join the team or also just wants to like get involved with events? Yeah, so um, definitely with our team, um, we do hire in sort of um, February, March, just because I did say we do start our roles uh, May 1st. So we've hired our executive team um, that was in and around February. And then we did hire our full team in the last few weeks. So the difference between the two is our executive um, hiring is sort of our directors and who will be sort of reporting to our VPs. So uh, myself and the VPs, we all went through elections and then we hired that team. So um, that's our director of corporate, directors of marketing, um, all those roles we hire first, just so that those people have the chance to hire their own team after that, which is our full team. So those are more of our um, more hands-on positions. So you'd be looking at um, things like our graphic designer, they get hired now, um, our student relations associate, our EDI associate, um, all those people get hired at this time of the year just so that um, they've had a chance to see sort of what's going to happen with the team, who's coming into the team, some of our visions and our goals. Um, and then they'll start their role, like we said, May 1st, just because that's sort of our sweet spot transition period. Everyone's finished exams. So the old team, we are just finishing up everything, closing everything off. Um, and then it's a perfect day to sort of say, okay, everything's switched over um, just because it's really easy with May 1st. It's a day that's consistent every year. Um, and we typically, like I said, we do our hiring. So um, events like Explore Lang, if you are a student um, 
in the land community that's looking to get involved at a uh, full team level, that's a super awesome event. Um, we usually run in around February, March, and that's when all of uh, the LSA, as well as other organizations within Lang, we all come together and share our hiring. Um, so if you're looking for more of that full team position, uh, as well as executive position, that's a great time to learn about that. Um, but students who are coming into first year and want to get involved, um, there is a lot of opportunity in the fall, which is awesome. Um, for our team, we do hire uh, the team that I was running this year, so our brand ambassador positions. And that's a really great opportunity just because it is sort of an entry level position for our team. You're not um, set to a portfolio yet. You have the chance to sort of learn a lot about the LSA, um, just get exposed to the environment as well. So it's been super awesome um, to have the chance to hire that team in the fall because it's cool you get um, first year students who are just coming into Lang, but I know for myself, I said I didn't join to my second year. So you get those students uh, like myself that I was like, I wanna get involved, I don't know where. Um, and I just knew more in September where I was going to be and sort of my schedule. So it worked out best for me that I joined in at that time of year. Um, but our Instagram, all that is always sort of sharing when we're doing hiring for stuff like that. So if you're not following already, um, you can at Lang Student Association. Um, but with that as well, getting the chance to attend our events uh, is a really great thing, especially if you're an incoming first year um, or student who hasn't experienced some of these yet. We mean business, um, a lot of our O-Week events, our team is there, um, as well as our directors that are hiring. So our brand ambassador directors, so it's a great chance to meet them, learn more about the role, um, and really just connect and network yourself with a community that hopefully um, you can grow with as well. I know for myself, um, even connecting with our students on that aspect because then they have a friendly face that's in the LSA, but also an upper year student. Um, and then even further with that, if you're not looking at potentially joining the team, but like I said, you just want a friendly face that you can chat with um, and work with, we do offer a mentorship program, um, which is super awesome. I've had the chance to do it um, from the mentor side of things. And I had a mentee that uh, I worked alongside with this year and just um, helped her if it came to things like classes or she was looking for a building um, or even just like life chats. We were big on just going to Starbucks and just chatting. And I think it's great having that connection because we could talk about things that were school related and professional. But um, I know coming into first year, sometimes it is scary. You don't always know people. Um, I am very fortunate that I became very extroverted in my uh, second year, but I know as a first year, I knew nobody uh, coming into Guelph and I was very overwhelmed by the thought of that. And I was really fortunate that I had people in res that I was able to meet really quickly. Um, but that's not always the, the case sometimes. I think just having um, sort of that mentee mentorship connection um, was awesome. And I am super proud of my mentee. I've been able to watch her sort of grow into um, other roles. So if she's met listening, um, I'm just super proud of everything she's been able to do. And it was just cool to have that um, outside of the LSA connection where we were more on like a friendly basis and a, a school basis as well, where we could chat with each other about things like picking courses. Um, and I was never a mentee or sorry, yeah, mentee. And I wish I was because, oh my gosh, it would have made my life so much easier. Like if I knew what I knew now in my first year, just being like, what courses to take? What do I want? Do I want 830s? I uh, am not an 830 person. I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. I'm like, I'll just take them. And I um, slightly regret that. So if I had a, a big sister or um, just someone I was able to chat to, it definitely would have helped. So I know that was a lot. So there's definitely, I can just sort of wrap it up, but um, still in the fall, there's opportunity to join our team in terms of the brand ambassador stuff. Um, and then, yeah, the mentee and just attending our events and everything that's coming up.
Yeah, the mentorship program is amazing. I did it in first year, and it's also perfect for someone who's not necessarily looking to join a club or commit to like a, you know, an actual role with LSA or with mm-hmm. a different club, but it's a way to, you're most likely, it's not guaranteed, but most of our mentors are actually on one of the student organizations. So you're most likely going to get paired as a first year with an upper year student who's also involved in a club. So that's actually a really great way to become familiar with what that process is like. They can walk you through how to join a team. They can let you know when the team is hiring. So all of that is just like an added bonus that if you're kind of apprehensive about joining something in first year, maybe just do the mentorship program in first year, talk to that person, get a feel sort of for how it all works, and then try joining something in second year. That could be a really mm-hmm. great way to ease into it. Um, but the mentorship program is amazing. Even if you want, do want to get involved, you can be so first and second year students get paired with third and fourth year students. So if you're an upper year listening and you want to be a mentor, we would love to have you. Um, it's honestly so rewarding. I actually met with my mentee today. We have met bi-weekly every single week since September which is pretty crazy. Um, and we have become such good friends. We always have stuff to talk about. We have gone, she's watched me go through the whole job search process. I've watched her go through the whole co-op search process. So it's been really rewarding. And honestly, I just like made a friend and that's a really cool part of it. And I still remember having such amazing conversations with my mentor when I was in first year too. So it's cool to be on the other side of that. And I think the coolest part about that position that's a little bit different than our brand ambassador. And like you said, like being on a student organization, it is exactly what you want to make out mm-hmm. of it. And I think that's super awesome. Tori had the chance to, like you said, meet with your um, mentee on more of a bi-weekly basis where like my mentee and I like, we're very like, she'll text me anytime we need each other and we'll do um, more infrequent sort of coffee chats whenever I'm in Starbucks in uh, Linux Addington. She's like, can I come? Like, we'll just do stuff like that. So um, I think that's a super great way because if you are a little bit busier or you just want someone that you can like chat on more of an infrequent basis, mm-hmm. um, I know from a mentor perspective, like I'm there for whatever she needs. And if she wants to meet more often, we do that. And then sometimes if she's really busy, uh, we hold off for a little bit. So it's good in that sense where um, though our roles, we definitely want to give you as much as you want to take on and try new things. Um, there are some things you still have to sort of achieve and complete within your role. But um, from the mentee side of things, you are almost in charge and the mentor, we're here to support you in whatever it is that you need help with. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's a lot more flexible that way. It's really just a resource. So that's a good Mm -hmm. distinguishment that, you know, joining LSA, this is, it is volunteer, but it is a position where you're given responsibilities and you are required to sort of like meet your tasks every week and communicate with your manager and there's meetings and all that. Being a mentee is literally just, you get paired up with someone who you can chat with however you want. So like I said, I meet with my mentee bi-weekly. She lives on campus. I'm always on campus. So that was easy for us. But like Kelsey said, you can also meet once a semester and just text in between. So definitely super flexible, totally free to join. It's literally just an application. If you apply, we guarantee we'll put you with someone. It's really chill, but it's a really cool way to kind of get yourself involved in something. So we both obviously really recommend it. So I'm glad you brought that up. So to clarify just what Kelsey was saying, if you are listening to this and you're coming into Lang in September, congratulations, that's exciting if you've accepted your offer, um, you will have an opportunity to join in September. You haven't missed all the hiring. That's what I did in first year. I just like stumbled across the 
Lang a week, LSA a week event, um, talked to some people. They were like, hey, we're hiring brand ambassadors. And I was like, that sounds kind of fun. So that's how I got involved. Kelsey did the same thing in second year. So we do take all different years. Um, but yeah, it's not too late. And you can also do that. You can wait if you want. And then the rest of the hiring will take place second semester of next year. So the hiring is always done pretty far in advance. But like Kelsey said, when we take over May 1st, we have to hire before that. So that is the hiring cycle. Um, you mentioned our Instagram. It's always in the bio of these episodes, the description of these episodes. So it's just at Lang Students Association. Um, I wanted to ask you, what do you think? I was going to just try and like give you a piece of advice because I feel like Caitlin did that for me um, and I wanted to share that with you. But I thought here's a better way to do it. What do you think is going to be your biggest challenge or what's the thing that you're most maybe kind of nervous for stepping into this role? And then I'm going to try and frame some advice according to what you say. Yeah, I think um, for me, I'm really good on the people side of things and I've had the chance to really experience that um, through everything that I've done on the LSA and just sort of in my role and the people that I've worked with and the connections I've been able to make um, just with having sort of, like I said, the outsider perspective of the LSA and then the insider. Um, but one area that I definitely will spend a lot of time on, um, is being able to connect with the ASOs, um, and just ensure that I can meet their goals and help them in every way as possible. Um, I know right now I haven't had the chance to work on every portfolio on the LSA and, um, be part of every meeting that's going on in terms of certain things. So, um, definitely there's some questions that come my way and I have to take a few seconds and sort of sit back and think about it and then usually use a resource. Um, but I think just for me, it's, accepting that I don't know everything to start and um, I will sort of learn it as we go into everything and uh, I feel like I know more than I, I do and I just need to ensure that uh, I stay on track with that and still uh, believe in myself and stay confident in everything I'm doing. Yeah. Well, you kind of just gave yourself advice so I feel like I don't <laughs> really need to add much to that but yeah, totally that whole idea of not only recognizing that you don't know have all the answers, but telling people that is really important. And that's a big part of like my whole leadership style. Anyone who's worked with me knows that is like, I'm very willing to tell you that I made a mistake or that I have no idea what they're asking or that I don't even know where to go about this. So really, I think that's something that especially as student leaders, you know, this is a club on a campus it is not a big multi-billion dollar organization right like we have to kind of give ourselves that reality check so not having the answers is okay right we only spend a year in this role and it takes about eight months of that year to really figure out what you're doing so just remind yourself of that like you just said um and really use if i were to kind of give advice on that it's just like become friends with those people and really make sure that you're always communicating that you are there as a resource and as someone to go to and not just someone who needs to sort of like oversee everything. And that's something as LSA president is a little bit different because we are kind of that umbrella and we do, we do like technically oversee a lot of what other different clubs, we use the word ASOs, anyone listening just means business student clubs. Um, we oversee what they do, but I made a really big point to always say, like, just because I oversee it doesn't mean I really have a say in what's going on. If anything, I want you to see me as someone you can come to with questions, not someone you have to come to for approval for things. Um, mm -hmm. And having that relationship be clear, even just on the board, having board meetings that feel more like a roundtable discussion where everyone can share their frustrations and you can really just kind of like 
sympathize with people because we're all in similar positions, that sort of environment and that creating a place where people feel like they can make mistakes and people will support them and not everyone has the answers and we're all just figuring it out as we go, that's a really important culture to have, I think. So it's good that you recognize that already because I think the biggest mistake you can make coming into a leadership role like this is trying to pretend like you know more than you do because it's going to become clear at some point that you are like kind of faking it. Um, and faking it till you make it is absolutely necessary in some places. You know, I've definitely gone into meetings this year and pretended like I had put all this thought into it and that I had this whole agenda when really I was making it up on the spot. And that's a skill you'll get good at. But really, I think that that importance of just knowing you don't have the answers is good. So I'm happy you recognize that right from the get go. That will help you a lot Um, and like you said you know more than you think you do so that will come in handy but that I think is a wonderful way to wrap up this episode Um, thank you Kelsey for being here for sharing we're so excited to see LSA continue past this year and to see this podcast continue so this is my last episode it's been so much fun getting to talk to everyone on here we had student athletes we had staff members from the wood center we had other students who were international students we had presidents of different asos it really was such a cool opportunity to get to interview all these really interesting people and if you haven't heard our other episodes please go back and listen Um, they'll be up there for as long as you would like to hear them and really kind of gives me a really cool thing to look back on now, especially as I'm sort of leaving my time at Lang. It's a really cool sort of memory to have and to get to do this and to do all the behind the scenes stuff too and do the editing and sending the emails and writing the questions. And it's just been a really cool opportunity. So I want to thank you all. If you're a regular listener, I appreciate you being here every couple weeks and we're really excited to pass this on to the incoming presidential team. So um, we will be taking a sort of hiatus over the summer. Everyone needs some time to decompress from the year, Um, but the hope is that in September this will continue with season two, and you will hear Kelsey. You may hear Kelsey's VPs, Liv or Alec, also here as hosts, um, and that we'll just continue hearing from the different students and members of the Lang community here at the University of Guelph. So thanks again, Kelsey, for being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been so much fun to be your host for the last year, and I hope to cross paths with all of you at some point in the future. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Thank you for joining us for this season of the Life at Lang podcast. To keep up with us over the summer, make sure to follow both at Lang Students Association and at Lang Business over on Instagram. We've had so much fun chatting with different people from our Lang community this season, and we can't wait to see you back here when we start season two in September. 